Welcome to God Mode Unlocked, episode 84, where we are not starting things off with coronavirus. We are starting things off with VR. There's a new one. Is this the first episode we've ever started with VR? Uh, maybe. I feel like it's got to yeah. be. So Half-Life Alex is out in the wild, and uh, I think what I, what I took from it is... Nobody's talking about this game. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Half-Life is back, and that's well, it. You know, they just waited too long. Yeah. Well, we no, said this was no, going to happen. No. They made it a VR exclusive. Well, that that's what they did. Well, that, uh, yeah, it was a one-two, and they, they waited so long that... Like, if this, this was Half-Life 3, I think it'd be a huge moment. Yeah, probably, but not so much for younger generations. They don't even know what Half-Life is. Well, I think it would get them... Excited, it. yeah, because they know the hype. But it's VR. The, the lore. And that's what... But we can talk about Half-Life Alex in general, because the reviews are very good. They basically say, you know, it's a big leap forward for VR. Yep. Um, and it is probably the most played VR game ever so far, which is, on one hand, uh, and, you know, an accomplishment, and Valve seems to have made a great game, which is a good sign. Valve is still alive yeah. and well the de- on the development side. But it's like... If Half-Life can't get people interested in VR, what can? Like, yeah. honestly, what? I mean, we were talking about it. What better could you do? We were, we were talking about it earlier this week, and we, you know, we came to the conclusion that the the bar to entry is just too high for VR. You know, yeah. I mean, you gotta you either gotta buy a, a high-end PC or, or a PlayStation, and then you gotta buy well the headset. See, I I couple it with yeah. I mean, definitely the bar to entry is too high, but. It's just not that intriguing to me either. Like, yeah. Like I, ke- I keep seeing a gif of this guy holding up a head crab and shaking it. It's like, wow. Like, who cares? Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I mean, sure. Like, That's I, not I, a, I, I know not this, an experience we need. Yeah. In our like lives. when I think of like, you know, when I'm thinking of like the next generation of video games, like what excites me. Like I'm playing like the new Doom, and I'm like, this is so like. It really sucked me in. It's so action-packed. It's so fast. There's so many abilities. The graphics are incredible. The sound like it's a very immersive experience. And you know, VR is supposed to be immersive, and it is on one hand. But it's like, well, here's Half-Life in VR. Let me whack on yeah. my head crab. Yeah. And it just like, even though this is a giant step forward for VR, I feel like it's it's almost a reminder that like. VR is still 20 miles behind, yeah. in my opinion. Well, I think, you know, when you look at something like the Oculus Quest, which, by the way, is, like, always sold out. Yeah. I mean, it, it's doing the best. Well, and the index is sold out, too, right? Yeah. It has been for months. Yeah. But I, I think the I think you need something like the Oculus Quest where you can buy the headset and that's it. Yeah. You, you know, like, for the, the fact that you need to, bucks you need to buy, like, a, a high-end computer and then buy a headset. Yeah. That's just, you know, that's... That's too much for yeah for to be a mass market item. So yeah. until they get to a point where the headset is all you need, you know, I, I just don't see it going anywhere. And I mean, I don't want to take away from what Valve has accomplished because by all measures, everybody says like this is literally like the moment in VR from a game perspective. Like that, it's so immersive. Yeah. that the game, it's just a good game. Yeah, it's been getting like tens everywhere. Yeah, nines and tens, and you know the biggest VR title ever, Valve deserves credit because they did it. And I hear that they also potentially set up 
dare I say, the next Half-Life game. When we're on episode 6,000 of this podcast, <laughs> we'll be talking about the next Half-Life game. But supposedly it does set up Half-Life 3. I don't know the exact details. Yeah. Um, but I, I just If they actually make Half-Life 3... Like, they can't do it VR exclusive. Well, they yeah, can't. I don't if, know. If they do, they're making a massive yeah, mistake. Yeah, I mean, I think it would be a People, massive... I, they could have a VR mode. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, VR enabled. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you want to play this game, you can play it. Yeah. I mean, I guess I'm not a designer, so yeah. I don't know if that's actually even possible. But hopefully, I mean, it, it worked with um, Resident Evil 7. So, yeah. So... I think you if know, you that, limit it to the, the head, like, yeah. your look, yeah. then it's fine. Like... The problem is with a game like Half-Life Alex, the gameplay is so VR based. I just don't think like, somebody I've heard a lot of people ask, can you will will they port this game to a controller? Yeah. Or a keyboard? Mouse and it's like, well, with a mouse and keyboard or a controller this game, is it fun? Yeah. You're not yeah. you can't shake your head exactly. like it's not that exciting. How are you gonna shake your head crack? Well well uh, you, you could click on it. And it's, then... it's not that exciting though. That's whatever. Yeah. yeah. What were you saying though? You started well, I was going to say they were actually really clever to to you know we were discussing last week why why not Half Life Three why did they why yeah. did they do this but now I'm sitting here I'm like well duh I mean it's it's, it's actually extremely clever because everybody is desperate for Half Life Three yeah you could so, look at it so that you, way so you release this knowing full well that they're going to buy it yeah and well, then you get to and well, then you get to sell half of three. Not really, of because I mean, well, some people are going to buy it, but like, so few people can buy it. They clearly yeah. did not make this game for the financial. Yeah, that's true. Which okay. Well, I mean, it, in it, some ways they did for the in index. some ways the index is selling like crazy. And let's face it, and this is you can be sure Valve will be making another VR game yeah. after this. Like, yes, I'm not saying that's the only thing they're making, but so they made they made their own VR headset. You're going to see more VR games from Valve. Yeah, absolutely. Which is exciting. So this is really like. A foundation. Maybe the Valve. giant has reawakened. I, I would really be if they don't do Portal VR. I mean, they're missing. They they yeah. could do Portal Three yeah. VR. Only. Oh yeah, Portal VR would be. A you cool. could do Portal Three VR. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I'd be okay with that. Isn't there already a Portal VR game? I think there is. I don't think so. Are Somebody sure? may have released Are you sure like there, a. There isn't like a Portal VR. I think that was. A... I don't think so. There could be. There could know. be because somebody technically. Because it would be a cool game. It made you know a demo of Doom on VR, and everybody talked about it. You know, but it wasn't like I don't think it was ever released. You yeah. know what I mean? But if they did Half Life Three VR exclusive, like, oh my God, I think that Valve's headquarters would just be like overrun with but angry. You know, I, I could actually see them doing that. Um, doing Half-Life 3 on VR, just to... Well, VR enabled, because sure, they but like, not only. They, they like to push the envelope a little bit, so I could see them saying... I don't think they do. They haven't done Jack Diddley well, shit yeah, in 15 that's years. True. In, the last, in the last 10 years. But when they do make games, they, they do usually try... They're pushing the envelope with this. Yeah. Um, you know, Portal was... And there was apparently something called Portal Stories VR. It's on Steam. Is it actually made by Valve? I don't know. I just found her here. What's it say for developer? I don't even know Scroll if down. Is it even the same portal? Yeah, that's what I mean. I don't think it is. Definitely not. Yeah, I don't think so. Somebody obviously trying to okay. play on that though. Get yeah, everybody. exactly. <laughs> you could have just clicked. Oh, oh I don't know. I gotta buy I this. I don't know. I mean, that that's the portal guy right there. What yeah. portal guy? Scroll down. Look for developer and publisher. 
Should be right along right there. Yeah. Prism. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but let's talk about the next VR topic because they go hand in hand. So HP, who's already been in on VR, Valve, and Microsoft are collaborating collaborating on a new VR headset. So I, I, I understand that HP is kind of the lead on this. Yeah. Because they already make. Yeah. Which headset do they make Well, everybody now? and their brother made a headset. Like, At one point. Like three years ago. Yeah. And then they realized, oh, crap. You know, like, there's really nothing here for yeah. people to buy. Yeah. So then they all abandoned it yeah. again. And it just feels like we're going to keep going around in circles. Yeah. But HP is, they're the ones teasing this. Yeah, and I'm trying to remember what they're They're saying their called. partners are Microsoft and Valve. And uh, I just wonder if this is the one that, you know, kind of Microsoft go all goes all in on. Because everybody keeps pointing out that, you know, Microsoft has been very hesitant to commit to, you know, AR, VR. HP had the wildly successful reverb. Probably was not wildly successful. No, I wonder, <laughs> I mean, I... I don't know if I've ever even heard. Yeah, but do you think you think this will be the one that Microsoft kind of goes all in on? Because I don't see them doing like their own. I see them being like this. Like we're gonna put our. Oh no! Yeah, I don't see them doing their own, and and that's what I was just about to ask you: is which approach do you think is more interesting? Sony flying solo and Mm -hmm. having complete control over theirs, Mm -hmm. or Microsoft teaming up with the likes of HP and Steam? I mean, there's trade-offs. There's, there's it, advantages it's, and disadvantages. It's a, it's a perfect example of just the different mindsets between the two companies that we're always talking about. If Sony yeah. is all in on, you're on our platform or you're out, yeah. and yeah. Microsoft is, we're going to try to touch you everywhere you go. Yeah. And um, I, I personally think what I would what I would basically blame this on, and I don't mean blame in a negative way, Microsoft went all in on Connect. Yeah. That was their... AR type experience, yep. you know, before, it before it was a big, thing. big time. Well, so I think they're taking that and they're going, you know, how many billions do we put into that failure? Yeah. Let's try to diversify a little more. And I, I think this is the safer bet. Cause I, I would say that Sony's approach, unless Sony's really puts them in a strong, strong, strong position. I don't think it's worth it because well, like they spend all that time trying to, just like they did with the PlayStation Eye yeah. and with the Waggle before that. Yep. Like what Sony tends to do is they go. What is Sony's Waggle actually called? <laughs> were, were we trying to figure this <laughs> out? Like last a week? week or two ago. Yeah. Um, what is it called? I can't remember. But but I, I feel Wars. like as long as Microsoft partners with people who they know are going to be like strong partners. Yeah. You know, if if they back a company that ends up going belly up. Well, then it didn't work. But if they're partnering with HP and Valve, I have to think that this will work in their favor. Yeah. I just wonder how much Microsoft's actually putting in. Yeah, I think Microsoft looked at what happened last generation, you know, with PSVR and every, everybody else that jumped in. And I think they're just saying, you know, we're not gonna we're not gonna get bogged down. You know, we're not gonna spend yeah. our budget on yeah. on this stuff because we just you know, it's still unproven. Well, so it's better to share the burden. You know, it's funny. And if it, if it takes off, then we have a solution. If it doesn't, then no oh well. Yeah, it's funny because a lot of people point to PSVR quality-wise. And they say it's, it's pretty good. Yeah. It's got some exclusive games. Uh, Astro Boy comes to mind for me. But there's been others. 
that I hear are, are decent. And I, I, I may be totally misquoting this, but I think that they're like, they've like sold like 3 million PSVR yeah. units. And people point to that as, well, that's pretty decent. I think in a company the scale of Microsoft, like you're saying, yeah, three million units is not what they're interested in. They're interested in twenty million units. Yeah, not, at least not, you know, okay, we we built a great quality product, and it's pretty good, and we sold three million of them, and yeah. you know, I think Microsoft is looking at like the big ecosystem, whereas Sony's like, they're 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 one road. They're they're like they're like on like a one way street. You well, know, and and Microsoft looks at the globe. You know what else is really exciting about this is anytime Microsoft and, and Valve get together, like they traditionally just, hated each yes, other for a long you know, time. I was gonna say they they used to be bitter rivals at one point. So it's cool that they're working together now. And as the Xbox slowly creeps towards becoming just a full on PC. Mm-hmm. Like the the prospect of maybe Steam someday showing yeah, up yeah, in some form. You're right. You're right. I mean, like that's that that's my ultimate dream. If we could yeah. somehow be able to play our Steam PC games on an Xbox. Like, well, the other thing here is so for the next several years, Half Life Alex is going to be the VR killer app. If Microsoft can get Half Life Alex on Xbox Series X through this VR headset before PSVR gets it. Yeah. To win for them. Oh, absolutely. So if they form a direct partnership, they, and, can, they can leverage that. Yeah. Hey, Gabe, come to and us And I first. think they would because, I mean, why wouldn't they? Yeah. I mean, Phil would be dumb not to pick up the phone and call yeah. Gabe Newell. I mean, you're, like, working, hey, you're working right. on a That's VR what I mean. project. Like, they're going to be in the, the same meetings yeah. with the same tech. Yeah. So. <clears throat> but I, I am interested. If, if, if HP is teasing this now, I assume it's going to be announced fairly quickly yeah so i'm interested to see if it's like you know announced right out of the gate this will be compatible with xbox series x we'll see this 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 flow of information on these next gen consoles has been such a trickle that like any little bit of news at all is i mean maybe um maybe that'll be something we see at the ghost of e3 Um, (laughs) yeah whatever they well and that's the thing is you're gonna over the next like six months you're going to see tons of games announced yeah. because they were supposed to be at all these conferences, which yeah. are no longer happening. They're so they're just yeah. going to be out of the blue. It's going to be yeah. like, oh, hey, we got to announce this. We got to yeah. announce this. We got to yeah. announce this. Which yep. That's going to be cool. Some, yeah, there's going to be a benefit to that. Um, I want to skip ahead here for a second because we're talking about Xbox at the moment and PlayStation. Uh, so Xbox Game Pass has not been available in Japan until almost now microsoft's bringing it to japan very soon uh so i have some thoughts on this for a second but do you think that this will help microsoft make headway in japan because it is a great value yeah i i don't know did nothing they've ever done has ever helped them ever ever like i don't want to i don't want to say anything too bad about the japanese people but like it, it does. It seems like no matter what Microsoft does, <laughs> it'll never be enough. Yeah. Like. Well, the, the, t- the interest rate is different. It's just a fact. Yeah. The Western and the Eastern different. Well, I mean, even if Microsoft got every yeah. Japanese game on the platform, yeah, I, I still have doubts that it would. Well, would it, it the, would ever sell. The problem that I always see, and you know, Microsoft has said that they're trying to buy a Japanese studio, and it was reportedly almost platinum. But they're always playing catch-up. So Microsoft, since, like, Blue Dragon, 
has not gotten a giant Japanese exclusive. Yeah. It's always like we're getting the same game that that PlayStation or Nintendo always has, and it's also going to be on Xbox, which is good, but that's not going to sell Xboxes. Yeah. That's not going to make. Yeah. Japanese consumers who are, you know, they're they've they've already been exposed to the PlayStation brand. They've already been exposed yeah. to the Nintendo brand. Yeah. Just because Xbox is getting Kingdom Hearts three a year later yeah. does not mean that. So like you give them credit for getting those Japanese games, but that's not a game changer. Yeah. To, to get Final Fantasy five years after it came out on PlayStation, that's not helping you. No. It's helping your Western audience because yeah. they want to play those games. I agree. But it's not helping your Eastern audience. I agree. And, and, I mean, other people have brought that fact up. What was the last big Japanese exclusive that came out on Xbox? Blue Dragon or Dead or Alive? Or or Lost Lost Odyssey? Yeah, like that. It it was like two generations ago. Yeah. Yeah. Extreme Beach Volleyball? Yeah. I mean, like, what what was it? I don't know. You know, I mean,. Getting back to this, it would Xbox Game Pass help? It can't hurt, right? I mean, it can't hurt. It, it can't hurt. But would it help because do they have the games that, that reach Good point. the mass? And, and, you know, the Japanese audience is changing. I mean, they're, they're, they're even going, they're drifting away from PlayStation. Even. Yeah. So they're, they're moving more towards Switch. And even Switch isn't mobile enough. They, yeah. they, they, they love mobile games. Yeah. So, it, you know, I don't know if anything can help them. I'm not even sure Sony is is, is safe in Japan yeah. at this point. So, I've been I've been thinking about Game Pass a lot lately, and we talk a lot about it on the show how great of a value it is, and I, I'm not saying any different than that. But I kind of want to critique something that I've noticed because, especially I, I know I talk up Microsoft a lot on this show, definitely, and I'm if yeah. I have to choose between the big three, you know, Xbox is my favorite, even though I'm pretty much a primarily PC gamer, which yeah. is de facto. You're an Xbox you're, PC You're on gamer. Windows. But the Microsoft Master. So Xbox Game Pass is great, and I recommend it to people like on stream all the time. Like, yeah, you can get this game for free you know, with Xbox Game Pass. And, you know. But I've been playing Bleeding Edge this week, which is a first-party Microsoft game. And, you know, Ori 2 came out on Game Pass already very recently. Yeah. Gears 5 was a big Game Pass game. Halo will be Game Pass this fall. Man, that's um, going to be insane. Minecraft Dungeons is coming next month. Uh, Gears Tactics is coming next month. And I, But I started to look at the history, and, and I'm getting very concerned that because these games are on Game Pass, that these games are launching to like little or no hype. hype. That yeah. be, it, it's almost like Microsoft themselves is just like, so nonchalant about like how great Game Pass is. Yeah. That they just they think that people will be like, well, people are getting it for free anyway, so we don't need to like hype it up. Yeah. yeah. And because I've noticed that like almost every major game that launches, I'm big into streaming, you know, and every major like Xbox or Microsoft first party game that launches, like it they don't catch on. Like yeah. like Gear, Gears Five. I've noticed this too. Gears Five was reviewed very, very well. Established yeah. franchise. The best game in the franchise in a while. And, like, for the first week or two, mm-hmm. you know, there were views for the game. After that, the scene just totally disappeared. Well, I think... Nobody was watching it. I, I and never, it, it is a franchise made for yeah. for esports. Yeah. Made for excitement. Yeah. 
And, you know, Bleeding Edge, like I checked the other day, it's a good game. I've been playing it. I streamed it like two or three times. It had like 200 viewers total. Yeah. And I'm like, it's Ninja Theory. It's an Xbox first party game. It's yeah. free on Game Pass. Well, the one that... And one, nobody's watching. The one that blows me away is Forza, Forza Horizon 4. Yeah. Because that got rave reviews. Yeah. I mean, it's a, you know, it's a known quality franchise. Yeah. And it just came and went. Yeah. And nobody talked about it. Yeah. And that's when I noticed that. And that's the one that was basically called one of the best racing games ever, yeah, right? Yeah, Like 10 out of 10 Oh, reviews. yeah, yeah. Like yeah, legit oh, yeah. 10 out of yeah, 10. Not, was, not from like yeah. fanboys. From like it looked spectacular from the moment it was announced. And yeah, it just came and went. And nobody seemed to ever talk yeah. about it. And that's when I noticed that. And I, I, I thought about it a little bit. And as I sit here thinking about it now, I think maybe the issue is, is you look through that list of games. It's so that, massive. Yeah, you look through that list of games. You can play Metal Gear Solid Five, Double May Cry Five. You can play Doom. Doom. You know, I mean, like, there's so many good Master games. Chief Collection. There's so many good Story. games on there that, and you know that obviously the Microsoft games aren't going anywhere. And I'm guilty of this myself. That since the Microsoft games aren't going anywhere, I always pick something else because I always think to myself, I'll always be there. Well, yeah. How long will this be here? I better play well, now. And I'm getting at it though from like a. It got me thinking about what I what I when I'm watching Bleeding Edge and I'm playing it and there's a really good game there. I got thinking. This literally occurred to me. This exact thought is Microsoft is shadow running this game. Like they've got a great game and they're just releasing it to die. And because there's no there was no marketing for Shadowrun. Yeah. There's no marketing for Bleeding Edge. None. Yeah. There's very little. There's literally no marketing for Ori two. Yeah, Gears Five had some marketing, but well, it wasn't a lot. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't I, know. I feel like because it's on Game Pass, yeah, they feel like, well, it's going to resolve itself. Yeah, and it will because yeah. people will play it. I agree. But I think they're missing out on creating these kind of like larger moments to draw attention to the platform. Yeah, because they're just like. It's See, gonna hit its numbers anyway because people are gonna try it. Ori two, Ori two has been at so many shows. Yeah. That I wonder if they just say, well, you know, that's that's enough. Well, you know. a game like Ori I mean, two, it, it's I a think, smaller game. Yeah, I, I think the a game like Ori two, if it sells a million copies, it did very well. Yeah. Um. So that one is at least niche in appeal. But the a game, game like, like Gears, Gears five yeah. or Forza, there yeah. that has no business like not being massively yeah marketed. those are those are two of the crown jewels halo i mean like i mean we know halo will be marketed yeah but like i feel like the only marketing i see microsoft doing game is pass putting general. game pass on pop tarts and putting the gears of war characters on pringles i'm not even kidding yeah. you like yeah i just feel like they're this is one of those things where i've been very vocal and supportive of everything xbox is doing and you know calling it out but i feel like they're really missing their mark on they're driving Game Pass down everybody's throats for the right reason because they know how great it is. But I think they're missing the mark in helping people understand, like, oh, this is on Game Pass. Yeah. And this is why you should be getting Game Pass. Not just Game Pass is great and it's only five bucks or whatever. It's promote Gears and then at the end, Xbox Game Pass. Forza, yeah. Xbox Game Pass. Bleeding Edge, Xbox. Like, yeah. I feel like they're well, missing. Things like Bleeding Edge. I'm kind of wondering if, like, the studios that they just bought, I'm kind of wondering if they sort of 
they sort of regard the games that they had in development as just sort of... They inherited it. Yeah, just sort of, I don't know, just like they want them to put it out there, yeah. whatever happens with it, what, you know, whatever. Yeah. And and then I'm, I'm kind of hopeful that Bill, behind the scenes, will be like, okay, you know, you guys made games at this level because you had no budget before. Yeah. But now that you're with us, we're going to, we're going to, you know, we're going to up that level yeah. two or three pegs. I think know? that's true. And, and that's sort of what I'm, I'm hoping is happening is yeah. like, they're just like, well, whatever you have in development, push out the door. And we'll put it on Game Pass. Whatever. Yeah. And then we're going to, we're going to, we're going to start over and we're going to build something bigger. Yeah. You know, we're going to, we're going to go bigger with, yeah. with everything you guys do. And so that's what I'm hoping. I'm hoping that essentially they're just, they're just trying to hit reset yeah. with all the studios they're buying and then something bigger is coming. Yeah. I think you're right. I just, I, I hope that this pattern, because I got, like I said, I took it all the way back to like Shadowrun. Like, I feel like they're just more often than not. And I, I even say like Gears Judgment. Like yeah. they made it like that Gears spinoff. Um, like I, I, it's, and I was reading the previews of Gears Tactics and people are raving about it. Like this, this has no business being this good. It is so good. Yeah. And I'm like, and if they just unceremoniously launch this game next month, then it gets no attention again. Like, they got to do more to drive yeah, home. Yeah. Well, games. I think Gears Tactics is sort of a... And that one's the, niche. The, the, yeah, the genre just doesn't lend but, itself. But you get what I'm painting up. But I am, I'm actually There's excited. a lot of games here. I think I might actually be more excited for Gears Tactics than I have ever been for any Gears game. <laughs> Some people are. Some people are. It's more my style. I'm I not, but I probably wouldn't even play it. But Yeah. And I think Gears 5, I'll wait until... Series X because those upgrades looked pretty nice. It already looks pretty amazing. Yeah. But so the campaign in Gears Five kind of fell off towards the end, but anyway, let's switch to you know we talked about how Valve and Microsoft used to hate each other. Microsoft and Epic do currently hate each other. Uh, so Epic became a game publisher this week, so they're cashing in some of those Fortnite bucks, and they signed publishing deals with Remedy. Uh, Gen Design, who's a new developer headed by Team ICO people, Sony fans and wow. Cry, I guess, and uh, Playdead, who did uh, Limbo and what was their game after that? Inside, I think it was called. Yeah, yeah. So Remedy's the biggest one by far. Yeah, those Max those, Payne, I mean, and all Alan three Wake. of those studios. Look Remedy's like... hot right now because of yeah. Control. Yeah. And I understand that Remedy's deal is actually two games in the same franchise, like. A triple A game and then like a smaller spin-off. Yeah. <clears throat> so how long do you think Epic can actually ride this cash cow? Because like, they've been making a ton of investment. Well, I mean, when I look at when I look at signings like this, yeah, uh, you know, they'll turn one cash cow into another. Yeah. You know, they're really with, very smart with their money. Yeah. When you when you look at the quality of these three, they're at least one of them are gonna hit with a big oh, game, yeah. I, I think. Oh yeah. Team ICO one, yeah, you don't know about that, but um, yeah. I mean, I guess it depends on who they got from the team. Yeah. You know, the ICO games were probably the most artistic games ever. I never understood that. Ever. That game. Ever. Never really? understood the appeal, no. Well, Shadow I mean, of the Colossus, yeah. I, w- I was like, all right, I get this. The Last Guardian, I understood why people were interested, but I had no interest yeah, in it. Yeah, The Last Guardian. When I looked no. at ICO, I was like... What yeah. are people seeing? Yeah, I don't like, know. Like, is this an abstract? I've never played it either. Is this a Picasso that I'm I've not never played seeing it, correctly? But I, I, I do see the appeal in it. I just never yeah. had a chance to play it. 
Um, but Shadow of the Colossus, you know, is, is brilliant. Yeah. And Last Guardian, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not going. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not going to pal around with that. Don't beat a, that dead yeah, horse anymore. The, the, a, the AI. The, the thing about the Last Guardian that really got me was that. It was announced. It was insanely hyped. It disappeared. Yeah. Everybody talked about it yep. as a second coming for so long. Yep. And then when it finally came, it was just like, oh, okay, yeah, good. Oh, it's great. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget about the Last Guardian. I mean, the whole AI, worse than Game of Thrones. The whole AI partnership. I mean, like, it was just so annoying that whoever so, really wanted to play that. Well, I wouldn't even call that AI. I call it like scripted. Yeah. It was clearly like. That, yeah. Whatever. Whatever. We just made five people listening furious with that discussion. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Epic's being really smart with their money, and I'm I'm up, I'm waiting to see like when they finally stop investing, or yeah. are they just gonna continue? Well, I like, think they gotta continue for now because yeah. you know, like we say, they they're riding Fortnite money, but eventually Fortnite's gonna fall off. Fortnite, if it, uh, if it hasn't already, the popular. I mean, it's still a top ten game in the world, yeah. but. On like Twitch and stuff, it's it's start it's been number one for like a year straight. Yeah. And it's down Which to like disgusting. four or five now. Thank God. It's finally starting. But Thank God. in a moment it could skyrocket up again. Yeah. It just depends. Yeah. But we'll see. Uh here's a really interesting one. I feel like this whole thing ended up being Japan based and I didn't really mean it to be. But so there's a rumor out there. This is Tell me, let's see your reaction to this. What the hell game is this on the screen over there? Zelda. It is? Oh, yeah. I don't remember Ocarina of anybody coming out of a painting. Uh, I don't think I've ever played this one. Uh, you never played Ocarina of Time? No. What? Nope. <laughs> what? I it owned was... an N64, too, and I never I played it. I owned it on GameCube. You know when I quit? What? You know when I quit? When? The Water Temple, which is what everybody always oh. cuts as the worst dungeon. I think it's Ocarina of Time. Zelda history. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's that or Majora's Mask. It's got to be. No, it can't possibly be Majora's Mask. It's the only two 64 games then. Anyway, we're so off topic. Yeah. So this rumor came out this week that Sony is uh, very unhappy with Death Stranding. Both from, they said it didn't, well, rumor, rumor, that it didn't live up to the sales expectations that they had and that they were pitched a, mar- a much darker and scarier game. And that supposedly this game was totally rebooted a year and a half before release because it wasn't panning out the way that Kojima wanted it to. Yeah. And they they feel Sony feels that they gave Kojima a ton of money for this game and they delivered something that was shocker. Not well, that's what Konami's and I'm not defending the way yeah. Konami treated him at all. No. Or the developers. Not just him, but no. the whole team. Yeah, I mean, I won't take a side. I don't know the true story. but Yeah. I you mean, know, once you see it at one place, well, and then you see it at another place, you got to start to wonder. Yeah. But the thing is, with, I mean, with Konami, and to a lesser extent with Sony, you know exactly what you're getting with Hideo Kojima. You know. Like, yeah. yes, he's going to build you an amazing-looking game. The yep. story's going to be... Yep insane and incredible atmosphere you know he's done a lot with celebrities especially i mean he brought in Kiefer sutherland and now you're solid five yeah he brought in i mean silent hills was going with uh what's his name norman reedus norman reedus with death strand and Giro del tormo like you know he's gonna do a big budget yeah game. so like i just 
I mean, I see where. Are you surprised? Some, I see where Sony's coming from. It, I can see them being disappointed with the sales. I for felt sure. the same way. I felt Especially the same for the way. Budget. Like those early trailers, it was like, oh my god, this is amazing. Yeah. You know, like there's soldiers and it looks out of this world. There, there's like demon things hovering insane. in the air yeah. and you know like giant meteorite craters and like i'm like what the hell is this game it looks so dark and it's so scary it was told seems pretty grounded and then from everything i've seen it's just like a delivery game yeah and it's like yeah well, it seems pretty re- like you know uh i don't want to say realistic but like a a very human story yeah not where, like an otherworldly where did all like the invisible creatures you know creativity hunting them down go where did the the guys flying in the air go and like all that just seemed to sort of disappear yeah and you're just left with a package delivery game yeah i think this reminds me of basically the story of destiny destiny was rebooted about a year before its release destiny 2 same thing happened again yeah um which is fitting for for them Bungie? Yeah. They've rebooted because, almost every game they've ever made. Yeah, because Halo is supposed to be an RTS game. Halo 2 was rebooted, too. You remember? Yeah. They totally scrapped the story oh, like six months before yeah. the game came out. Yep. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, I, I'm just... I, I just think that, like, this is one of those things where, like, Kojima is one of those, like, true artists of video games. Yeah. And w- when you fund somebody like that, like... He's totally experimental, and he's often genius. But like, I understand why they'd be disappointed, 100%. But like, <clears throat> you have to know when you bankroll a guy like Hideo Kojima, like, their sparks yeah. might fly one yeah. way or another. Sparks well, are gonna fly. And Sony had the same problem with the the uh, the ICO crowd, you know, the took those years. developers. Yeah, like they kept to make doing, the last guard. They, they kept doing the same thing, except they did deliver on exactly what they told you. You know, you're gonna get. Yeah. They, but they did. They took forever to, to make well, it. Well, it didn't live up to sales. I don't think. And either. I mean, like you, you know, said, it was just here and gone. That that's really a lot of Japanese developers. To their credit, like they put out incredibly detailed, you know, just the depths that the Japanese yeah. developers go like for all those fine details. And They're it's usually amazing. very visionary and artistic. Yeah, it's amazing. Like we're watching Breath of the Wild right now. And, That's uh, not amazing. It's it's fantastic game, but they usually do take forever yeah. to get done. And I mean, that's just what happens. That valve. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> On the American side. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, Blizzard takes a notoriously long time. I feel time like too. Western developers are usually Games more. Games have a grand vision. Yeah. There's a price to pay. Like yeah. it's going to take forever. Yeah. You may miss your target. I mean, Overwatch started as an MMO. It was an MMO. Yeah. And they converted it to an esports shooter. Like, after like six years of development, they, they realized they That's failed. That's crazy. They failed. They couldn't make the That's MMO crazy. work. But and, was it going to be like a hero shooter MMO? Was that? I don't remember. I mean, was it always it was be called, a shooter? It was called Titan originally. And wow. it was basically going to be their successor to World of Warcraft. Wow. Like, they, they knew they wanted another, you know. Yeah. And, uh, they, but that's the thing, too. When you experiment and you have such a grand vision, you're going to miss your mark sometimes, and you're going wonder, to fail. I just wonder at what point were they like, yeah, let's just make it a shooter. No, there's, no, there's a documentary about it <laughs> because um, the development team, when they talk about like that time when they realized like they had failed yeah. and they had to scrap it, they, like the whole development team was just super depressed. I, I they wonder, said that like they, 
Like, and you could see on their faces, like, the weight of it. Yeah. Like, we literally wasted tens of millions of dollars on this game that's not going to work. I wonder if they if they sort of have, like, a backup plan going into development. Like, okay, if this game doesn't work out, it's going to be a so. shooter. We're just going to put it out the door as a shooter. Blizzard is notorious for if a game doesn't work, we'll just cancel it. Like, I mean, you look at StarCraft Ghosts. You look at... Uh, What's it, that StarCraft shooter that they were making yeah. recently? Um, there was a Warcraft like RPG, like a like a Telltale style RPG. Yeah, uh, they're notorious for just Diablo three and four got scrapped like five times. I think it probably started as like just a few people in the office just like repurposing things. They're yeah. probably like, hey, I have something here, you know this. But I wonder how many games started like that. Yeah. Who knows? But did you see, speaking of Breath of the Wild, did you see that Miyamoto won't play games that he doesn't make? No. Yeah. He said he he, he does not play any video games that he doesn't see, make. See, now, I, I'm amazed because if, if, <laughs> if I made video games, I think I'd be the exact opposite. I know. You'd want to steal wanna, from everybody. Well, I don't even think I, I, you know, if you spend five years working on like a game. You wouldn't want to play your own game. But yeah, it's sort of like. I spent eight hours cooking chicken one day, and then I didn't want chicken for another three months. Right, right. So uh, that's just how I think yeah. I would be. Is like yeah. I've seen so much of this damn game, and I know every in and out yeah. of it. Like, why would I want to play it? Yeah, I mean, I think it's a it's a sign that you've made a great game when you want to play your own yeah. game. But like, and you like you look at Breath of the Wild, right? Like, and anyway, he didn't direct this game. Well, like, this has clear, like, Souls inspirations. So maybe he wasn't playing Dark Souls, but you know damn well oh, somebody yeah. was yeah. because there's a, it took a lot from Dark Souls, that's for sure. Um, so here's a here's a very... We haven't done, like, a... Oh, I guess we do economic stuff quite a bit, actually. Business stuff. So Congress considered creating a digital dollar recently with the, you know, stimulus bills, as we'll call yeah. them. Yeah. Uh, are you are you shocked that they are this was actually on the forefront of their minds this far for them to like realize because you know we've been talking about cryptocurrency on the show for a long time yeah and the need like it's inevitable and like are you shocked that they were like cognizant enough at this point to consider it or yeah so though yeah. you know when I when I saw the story I mean I was I was definitely shocked yeah because, I was too you know. It's something that we had talked about, and we knew that eventually they're going to have to. They're going to have to cave. They're going to have to do something. Yeah. Um, but to see it here and now during this crisis, yeah. that was just like it was so left field. Well, and it, it does make me wonder. It does make sense, though, because, I mean, for two reasons. One, they realized they could get the money to people basically instantly. Yeah. Two, this virus can be transmitted on currency, whereas with a digital dollar, can't be transmitted. I've been thinking about that nonstop at work. Every time somebody picks in their pocket or their wallet and hands yeah. me, I'm like, "There's a chance I'm getting." Yeah, I mean, coronavirus. I've been I've been, use, I've been trying to use Apple Pay wherever yeah. I go, uh, you know, and you don't have to make contact with the, yeah the terminal. So, you know, if you have Apple Pay or Google Pay and you can use it, at use it now. Place, <laughs> now's the time. To use yeah, it. yeah, for sure. But yeah, I was I was kind of shocked, but it made sense. I, I I'm not surprised that it didn't make it through. No, me neither. Because uh, 
it just seems like it would be rushed and yeah exactly and right now you know the focus is you need just, to think it through a little more and right now the focus is just too much on coronavirus the actual general. health aspect yeah, yeah. so well um, our, well maybe but I, i'm i'm just curious as to why they waited for a crisis to try and like throw this well, through uh, I, um, the way congress works i'm kind of assuming there's probably like maybe like 10 people in Congress who are like really crypto savvy. Yeah. You know, like basically probably like the 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 people on the banking committee or, you know, the treasury committee or whatever. And it's probably like literally one person saying yeah. like we need to ramp I'm I'm putting this language in there. But it know? didn't make it. So it didn't make it. Like I, I heard that it, it got was put based... in it was in Propo- Pelosi's proposal initially. Yeah. But it didn't, I, I heard it that, but I through. never heard what became of it. Yeah, it didn't make it through. Damn. But at least they're starting to. That's what I mean. Starting to but slide the, that onto the table. The pen has hit like, the paper a lot sooner yeah. than I expected. Oh, absolutely. So now that the idea is kind of like there, it's been planted. Well, I mean, we we know the Chinese are doing it, and I think yeah. this is what we said when we discussed it last time. Was we know the Chinese are doing it, so it's it's always going to be a we know okay, Facebook's well, if, doing it. Yeah, if they're doing it, then we got to be doing it. Yeah. So it's only a matter of time. So I had to I had to get get this one in there. So you are both a fan of the Panthers, and you've been talking up the XFL yep. for months. Yep. So the Carolina Panthers have signed an XFL quarterback. Yeah. And I had to just I had to I had to text you and Kurt and just be like, no way, uh, you know, no way. He was he was lighting it up. That's what I heard XFL. people say. I mean, he was doing really he good. He must have had the one wide receiver but it, but who it remembered is, how to catch a it's football. It's the XFL. It's not the NFL. Yeah. And now it is. The and he's the backup, right? And he's the backup, which is sort of the weird thing to me because, you know, I mean, I guess the backup probably still makes like 10 times what he would in oh, the yeah, XFL. Sure. But at the same time, huge win for the XFL, even though they're losing their quarterback. It provides a, a clear path that if you play in our exactly. league, you might get in the exactly. NFL. It's a proof of concept. Like yeah. If you play in our league next year you could be playing in the NFL. Yeah. So that that's a big win, I think, because now they can point to this and say, look, it's working. I think I heard that three XFL players got signed this Yeah, week. I remember seeing a few others <clears throat> signed. Yeah. So um, you know, that, that's a win for them. Because yeah. they can and that's what they wanted. It's they want to be able to go to players and say, look, don't sit the bench as a third stringer or whatever. Yeah. Come to our league. And you know, they're gonna go after college. Do you think kids it hurts the them long term though? Because it makes them appear to be like a D league. Like it, like a come I mean, pl- come play with the amateurs, and then maybe you'll be good. Everybody enough. knows that they're not the NFL. Yeah, like true. when you, when you go to the stadium and there's only twenty thousand people, if yeah. that, and you know, yeah. guys are dropping the ball left and right. Yeah, like, you already know that's not the NFL. Everybody right. knows it's not the right. NFL. So I don't even think like that's a problem for them. Yeah, I think they just they they just have to keep going. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's the main concern. It's just yeah, you know. Keep it going for another year. Keep it year. above water. Yeah, as long as it's going, anything can happen. I I still feel like if they want this to be a success, they need to give it more attitude. Yeah. Like the like WWE style. Yeah. Now attitude. see, I, I think they they were afraid of that. Yeah. And, and so they went so far in the other direction. Yeah. That, they did. Yeah. It's time to come back and say, okay, let them be. Well, they they do let them do like. You don't want it to be psycho. Like yeah. no, I'm not saying like you know. They do let them do like touchdown dances. But like, I, I and still all think that. they need to bring in like some personality players. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. like, well, I think they need bases for the lead. They need to go after college players. Like, yeah. Because the NFL won't take them for three years. Yeah. The XFL needs to at least do two years, if not one year. 
and you know basically just eat college football's lunch. I forgot to put this on there, but can you believe that John Jones was arrested again? Oh god! What a, what a disaster! What's wrong with him? What a, like all the talent in the world? USC. Just... If I'm Dana White, like literally, I'm not letting him back in. Like I understand he he a his last like five fights have been boring as all hell. Yeah. I understand how great he is, but like this is like what like the fifth time he's been arrested. So yeah. so he he had he had steroids. He had a cocaine bust. He had a hit and run. Yeah. When he hit a woman in a vehicle and ran because he was drunk. Was that the time he crashed into the light pole? Or was that another time? Uh, I think he hit the woman and then hit a light hit pole. Hit the light or pole, yeah. Then, or then he something. ran out of the car. And ran ran on yeah. foot. Yeah. He had... Uh, he assaulted a cocktail waitress. Jeez. He got a DWI. Like an actual just straight up... D- and then this time he shot a gun... From a vehicle. Oh, really? I didn't hear that. Yeah, story. that's what the. So he was. The car was sitting. Like he was just parked in a parking lot somewhere, and he shot his gun out the vehicle. <laughs> Somebody called the cops. Like, hey, there's a gunshot like over there. Yeah, obviously. And then he was just sitting in his car, drunk, when they showed up. Just. And it's just unbelievable. Like, Losing guns. Yeah, that's a good like mix. this guy is like this isn't just a DWI. He yeah. fired like. He's shooting a gun in like a public. Yeah, like I don't area. care if he was, you know. Half a mile from society. Like, if I'm Dana White, like, and like, believe me, I've wanted this guy to succeed because he's from our area. Like, I've wanted, I've given this guy so many chances. He walks out there in the UE sweatshirt. Yeah. Like, like everybody's like, yeah. Like, I've wanted him to succeed so bad and to get his act straight. And I'm willing to give people chance after chance. But, like, they just got to draw the line. Like, no, John, you're done. Like, you're, go do whatever you want. We wish you the best. But, I know he'll just go fight in Bellator or something. If, if yeah, but, but it's just so sad to watch. Yeah, a guy who does not appreciate well, all the chances and if, that if he's they cut him loose now, though, I mean, he's just gonna keep on the downward spiral. Yeah, you're probably right. That's what's scary. But I don't know what you know. Obviously, even if they don't cut him, he's staying on the downward spiral. That's what I, like, spiral. So I don't know clearly, what the answer is. He's made all these mistakes, and he clearly has not learned a single thing this entire time. For like any of the chances yeah. he's been given, yep. uh, he doesn't appreciate. You know, it used to be we could say, you know, like John Jones is from this area with such pride, and now it's like a scumbag. Yeah, That's what yeah. people said. You know, he's like, a scumbag, yeah, he's, he's and it's from like, this area. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel the same thing about Post Malone. Like, oh, that's the guy representing our area. Come on. Um, all right, some Godspeed stories. Some of them might not be too speedy. Um, I'll start. So Konami has denied all of those rumors related to Silent Hill that we were so excitingly speculating about the last few weeks. They say the door is still open on the franchise, but not a single thing is happening at the moment. Do you actually think we'll ever see Silent Hill again? Yeah, I do. You do? I I do. I think Konami is at least smart enough to license out the franchises they have. Yeah. And I think one of two things is happening on this. Either... Either they're still in negotiations, yeah, or they they're gonna announce it soon, and they're just trying to maintain that sense of surprise as, as best as they can. I feel that they're telling the complete truth that this is just totally stagnant. That yeah. there's nothing. They're just 
Yeah, that'd be brutal. That's that. Well, at this point, I think they're that's their stance towards I, video games. I they hate, don't care. I, I hate Konami. If that's the well, truth, I, I already I, do. I, I hope and pray that either Sony or Microsoft or somebody steps up to the plate and buys them. <laughs> if that's the case, just buy the franchise. Yeah, something. Uh, the Walking Dead season finale delayed until later in the year because of coronavirus. Uh, how does I wish you guys could see my arm motion I just made. <laughs> the arm motion. I can't excuse my ignorance about TV production, because if this is actually the way it works, it's the way it works, I guess. But I am shocked. They said that they can't finish this episode because they can't get together to actually work on it. I believe that. It's supposed to air in two weeks. Yeah, no, that's what I don't understand. They're actually... Like, is that the way TV shows actually function? They're still working on every episode throughout the week. And I didn't think that I didn't think that happened anymore. Well, well maybe in the fifties. Exactly. Not in twenty twenty. Yeah, because I remember I remember a, uh, a star saying like, you know, back then we would shoot the like the yeah, next week's episode that. the week before. I mean, filming but, finished months ago. Like, they're not doing that these of, days. Of post production, they're almost they were ready to start filming the next season. In, yeah. like, in like a, a month or something. I'm, I'm surprised they didn't have the entire season before the season Done. started. Yeah. Right. Like, is that really the way to... If somebody knows, please message well, us. I'll, and, I'll throw this in there, is that Rick and Morty has gone <laughs> gone missing, and nobody knows what's going on. They started... Hasn't that happened with that show like five times? Well, yeah, so? but they started season four, like, back in September of last yeah. year. And then they they said okay well we're, well we're gonna take a break around Christmas, and then it's just never returned. And supposedly they 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 were gone for like three years before that. Yeah. And the idea was is that they got a contract for like 80, 90 episodes, mm-hmm. and their plan was to make just tons of episodes. Yeah. So that way you know like they could just regularly Release have whatever. It. Yeah. So they could just have it on TV whenever mm. you know. And it seems to have already broken down because you know it's already been like down four or five months yeah in between what was supposed to be like a month or two break i just don't get like it's one thing for a show to take a break you know from like a writer's strike or just you bring a show back after a few years to show one episode and then wait six months to show the season finale yeah that's gonna be brutal. You're killing all your hype. Oh, that's like, gonna be brutal. Like it's gonna be terrible. Like yeah. I'm not saying the episode will be terrible, but, but it's like. And what other choice do they have? You know, it, I just can't believe it's not. It is like, really how? remarkable what coronavirus has done and yeah. sort of like revealed. Yeah, it you know, really like we, is. I mean, it, I guess it's a it's really a test. We have to be rethinking all of our methods all of a sudden it, it's because really, it's like how did we not think this was ever gonna be? It's a really problem. a testament to how professional our entertainment industry is. Yeah, it's because like stuff like this never ever no. ever a- happened before no. in, in any of our lifetimes you know it you know like wrestlemania like you know wrestlemania has been completely derailed that's this weekend i think um did you see rob gronkowski's first ever intro by the way no oh was, was it bad oh my you super need to cringe, watch that. super cringe yes yeah. <laughs> it's a great you knew it before you watched did, it um you gotta watch well, it it's see, terrible did you see last time he wrestled i think i was at a wrestlemania a few no. years back he, he only like hopped out of the crowd and then you know it's just his intro that's it and he did this i don't even know what to call it he, he did this weird like thing before he like speared the guy yeah like tackle them yeah 
but he, he did this weird like hopping thing. Yeah, you got to see this. It was so bad. Like you I was like, oh god, just go go away. Platinum will reveal their fourth game that's in development this. Uh, but yeah, this week will it be another action game? Uh, probably. Yeah. yeah. That that seems to be their wheelhouse. I'm I'm psyched that. though. I hope it's something good. EA announces Burnout Paradise for Switch, which will be out this year. I saw that, and I was disappointed. Why? Because they always go back to Paradise. Paradise, <laughs> when three is obviously the best by far. What by I don't mile get. In what, what, I, what, what drives me insane about this is EA clearly yeah. understands that Burnout is a marquee franchise. Yeah. But they won't make a new yeah, one. Yeah, they won't make They're a just, new they, one. They understand everybody wants the old Burnout games. They're great. They're great. They're yeah. great. We're going to port it every effing place you could ever imagine. Did you hear? And upscale it 800 times. Yeah. Did you hear who's working on the new Need for Speed game? Criterion. Yeah. Do you so, know, none of the Criterion employees work there anymore. Yeah. It's like a well, shell of a yeah, studio, I guess. But and maybe know. that's why they don't want the new burnout game. True. But I just wish if you're gonna if you're gonna remaster Me? one of them, for the love of God, remaster can, three. Well, and they can remaster three. And, and like I think what I've always hated Need for Speed because it is the most white bread of a racing franchise. Yeah. It's so boring. It's I mean, so there, boring. There's been a handful of good ones. Back in like the early PlayStation One days. It was exciting. Most Wanted is, is still the best. Oh, God. Um, yeah, I just wish if you're going to remake a Burnout, and I feel like it's, it's for that exact reason we were talking about a few weeks ago, where everything has to be an open world game. Yeah. Or, or it's crap. Yeah. And no, Burnout 3, by far the best. Let's move on. Uh, GameStop is closing 300 stores this year after closing 300 last year. How many? Put an actual year count on how many more years you expect them to be in business at all. Oh my God! Like six months. <laughs> not even <laughs> not one. Even, not even one. Uh, you know, however long this coronavirus thing takes, that's gonna be that's gonna be it because it, it, they have no income at this yeah. point. You know, they they can't even take used games, which is like their lifeblood. So I mean, I'm selling Funko Pops. Uh, Every time I walk into a GameStop, all I see is just Funko Pops everywhere. Oh, yeah, it just junked. Yeah. Clutter your house with. Um, yeah, they're, they're not long for this world. No. You know. <laughs> not long. <laughs> should, see, this is why this needs to be live so people can clip stuff like that. <laughs> All these great moments that happen. <laughs> yep. Game yep. stops. Not long for this world. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just curtains for them. Uh, Netflix announces a fourth season of Castlevania. Who is watching this show? Not me. Because I've heard I, it's I good. Make it I've heard it's good. Yeah. I really have. But who ever, like, who asked for this? You know, I keep I keep starting. And who's watching it? I keep starting season two. Because it must be making money. But I can't get past the first episode. I don't <laughs> know why. I actually really like season one, but season two, like, the first episode is just so I just, boring to me. It like, blows I can't my make mind it. that they must be clearly making money off of yeah. this. They're four seasons deep. Well, this is, I mean, this is the game pass of, of I know, but TV. I can't believe that many people are watching Castlevania. Yeah. In 2020. Yeah. Not... Like so, Symphony of the Night this, Day. This is actually, this is the type of thing. When that, was the last great Castlevania game? When, when you were talking Super about... Super NES? When you were talking about the games on Game Pass not being advertised and stuff, this is exactly what I was thinking about. It was like, all I could think of was like, well, Netflix, they don't they don't seem to give a crap about any of their stuff yeah, either. Yeah, true. And it, it seems to work out it's, just they fine. They put out ads for like a week and then it's gone. Yeah. I, so. well, that's the thing is I think the value on some of those is we're not going to convince you that what's there is amazing it's we're just going to hit you with that stuff constantly yeah and that and sells itself 
That's sort of what Microsoft's going That's for. That's what Epic does with Fortnite, and that's why it's trash. Yeah. Clip that, Twitch. Uh, a Blizzard survey has hinted that the Burning Crusade Classic WoW is coming, and you don't know anything about it. I that, don't know. So. I thought Classic... How many times is Classic WoW coming? So Classic is out now and doing fairly well. This would be the, the first expansion. Oh, God. So they're going to roll up like a... You know, servers that go back to that first expansion, and then are we just gonna relive the entire? Yeah, I think so. I think so. For the next fifteen years, we had fifteen years of it. Now we're gonna live it over the next fifteen. Oh my god! Uh, this one's yours. Uh, Square announces remaster of Near Replicant for PS4, Xbox One, and Steam. Near Automata for. I knew this was going to happen. Xbox, Xbox Game, Game Pass, a new game, Near Reincarnation. I knew this was going to happen. I just bought Near last week. I used my... I used my. I own it. I haven't played to, it. To, to be uh, fair, though, I, I used my Bing points, so it didn't cost me. Yeah. But still, I, you know, I just bought it last I made, week. I, knew this I made Irma buy it for me for Christmas for 60 bucks. Like a year ago. I end up asking for games that I didn't buy initially because I, I want to play them, but I know damn well I'm not going yeah. to. So then I'm like, well, buy me these because maybe someday I'll be quarantined and I'll have nothing else you know, to do. You know, I'm actually doing a really good job at playing a lot of the games I own. Yeah. Um, my issue is I play them all at the same time. Yeah, that doesn't work very well. Like, I have, I'm probably playing at least five different games all at the same time. I think the first five games you've mentioned I know, in five years. I know, just wait. It's going to happen, I, I swear to God. I wonder how, because Nier Automata is kind of like a cult classic. I wonder how angry fans are that the new game they announced. Like, that's got to be pissed off. A remaster of the one before, which people generally didn't like. And then, new one. But I don't think it's anything like Automata. No, I don't think so either. I think it's more like an I adventure think I RPG remember, or something. Wasn't it, didn't it start like a guy and there was something going on with his arm or something? Can't recall. So, coming soon, I just wanted to mention some of the games that are coming in April. There's some good ones. We've got Gears Tactics, Final Fantasy VII, which you cannot film at Pax East. Please be excited. Minecraft Dungeons and Resident Evil 3. So, bear in mind that... Um, Basically, every developer and publisher right now is saying that like, we don't know if our games are coming out when we say they are, yeah. even if it's like a week from now. Well, I hopped on, you know, I, I sent you that message about the Target sale, and I hopped yeah. on there because that's you can actually buy that as part yeah. of the deal. So I was like, okay, you know, like maybe, hey, you know, we're gonna be quarantined for a while, so maybe I'll buy this. Buy, um, I've got Doom, so I need. But um, yeah, maybe buy Doom and get another game free. You should get Doom. But even though I hopped on early this morning, like as soon as I woke up, it was already sold out. Doom or Resident Evil? Oh, how do they sell out of a game that's not out yet? Sold out? Like, well, they, they probably don't know how many they can sell, really. So. Well, I guess that's it for episode 84. After Matt says peace, I'm going to turn on a Doom song and play us out. Play us out!